I didn't know there was a new one. There is a new one on Peacock. Yeah. The Peacock. Oh, it's on Peacock, so it's yeah. not going to be anything worthwhile. It, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> a, the WWE produced one that they did. Oh, uh, like, so it's going to be just fluff. Well, here's what's disappointing about it's it. Is that... I know that they advertised it. What's disappointing about it is that Rick's been out to promote it on his show forever, and he kept saying it's like I thought the thirty for thirty was really good. Yeah, and um, he kept saying like this is better. He said you know the agreement was like they leave everything in. Like so I'm thinking okay he's gonna go above and beyond. Like I'm sure there's gonna be repeat stuff or whatever, but mm-hmm. I'm hoping are they are they gonna have you know more stuff about his alcoholism or they got more stuff about like his falling out with like David and like Arn and you know mm-hmm. what I mean a bunch of shit or whatever and like at the end of the day to me the 30 for 30 was way better <laughs> <laughs> like I was pretty disappointed and like there really was nothing like nothing new um so especially with just everything the only thing that was like kind of new was like talking about when he went into the rehab or WWE sent, or Triple H sent him to rehab of all people. Mm-hmm. And, and that was right before he obviously like went to the hospital, but talking about like how much he was drinking on the plane ride to rehab. And after he got out of rehab, how much he was drinking in a day. I, and I probably, and I believe him, <laughs> but like he he said when he left when he left rehab he went to the bar across the street and he said he had like ten double like tequila and cranberry drinks or something like that, and then a six pack of beer and God knows what else like tequila and cranberry so, drinks. So yeah, like he's a real winner in and out and then, of the ring. Yeah. Tequila and cranberry drinks or something. Like that. So he never actually got himself clean. Then basically, like for for any well, and, real and period that, of time. Well, well, he still dressed. I think he still. So he said that like. So basically, when Reed died, he said he just he. Drank from ten a.m. to two two a.m. every day, for like five years. And like I said. Rick Flair is another one of those guys that, you know, obviously far fetches stuff, you know, something like that. I halfway believe maybe. Yeah. Um, but he said now, like, he, you know, he waits till five to drink, but then he said he'll, whatever his routine is, he said he, ha- he has like some beers and then he has some like vodka drinks and then he has some wine and then he's done drinking by 10 p.m. or something like that. He drinks a whiskey drink. He drinks a vodka drink. He drinks a... <laughs> What's that? So, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly, man, I, I didn't really know what to expect with that. I kind of figured it wouldn't be... Since it was WWE produced, it might be a little bit more favorable it, towards him than... I mean, some. It, it is worth... It, it's worth to watch, like, so you guys get your opinion of it and everything, but you're going to watch it and be like, okay, I pretty much know 90% of this already. 
so, so, so real quick, since since we are live and worldwide, let me go ahead and introduce the show, and then we'll kind of get into everything else. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome my pants up. to another <laughs> edition of the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. We are back in 2023. My name is Jason. I'm enjoying this week by both Kevin and Michael. Thank you guys for joining. Sorry, I was a couple minutes late. Uh, we are here recording on our normal Tuesday, which is kind of our you know our, our makeshift time to record we are kind of experimenting with in two going, months it'll be wednesday <laughs> we are experimenting with going live <laughs> on twitch so if you want to actually watch the show live as we record it instead of listening to it on spotify and Castbox and stitcher and google and apple podcasts and all that you can uh, you can actually join us on twitch.tv uh, just search gimmick minute you'll be able to find our live feed and uh, you'll actually be able to see us as we're going so but we'll see how this goes and if it works because I do not have the greatest internet where I live. So, you know, uh, <laughs> we'll see how well my computer can handle doing this. So, so. so, what you're, so what you're saying is for Mike and I to consistently wear pants on a week to week basis. Please do. Uh, yes. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably not wearing pants right now. I mean, I, I don't really see where either of you are going to stand up. So I don't think it would be too much of a problem, but I mean, I mean, maybe I get real worked up by a tweet and stand up and yell at fucking Mark or something. I don't yeah, know. I mean, the only t- the yeah. only person that's actually stood up and showed their smile was me. So, <laughs> <laughs> and now look, you've lost your smile. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. Right. So anyway, uh, but anyway, so if you're new to the show, basically what we do on a weekly basis is talk about things that happen in WWE, AEW, and across the wrestling universe, basically kind of cover some news stories and things that we saw uh, that have been kind of cool and kind of go from there. (laughs) Now, we haven't recorded in the past couple of weeks, so there's been a lot that's happened, and, you know, there's probably a lot to get to. Uh, We were talking a little bit about the the Ric Flair documentary thing that they did on Peacock that WWE produced. I also was going to say that I watched the, um, the video Vince McMahon thing that Dark Side of the Ring people produced uh, on on Vice. Have you guys no, seen that? Was, that? was that any good? It, it's honestly, it's it's okay, <laughs> but it's it's one of those things to where it's it's really just take shots at Vince, like because he was. It, it almost kind of reminds me of um, of uh, of kind of how the Warrior thing on wwe yeah. ended up being like the, oh, the, yeah, the, the ultimate destruction of yeah because warrior. because warrior didn't participate in it that's kind of what it turned into and and since vince and nobody from wwe <laughs> participates in this that's kind of what this turns into it's just all these people yeah. that were either former employees or or just like Meltzer and like all the all the writers just basically like it's Meltzer and Alvarez basically for two hours they're, they're taking just I was, I was gonna ask shots. if there's any like former WWE guys in it or anything. Not like that. And, and none that I can, none of note though. Well, nobody, they just, they nobody just, that was like most, really like I, I guess they got like um you know Jim Ross. They, they pulled well they pulled a lot of stuff from Dark Side of the Rings too. They did, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they took all the bad shit from the Dark Side of the Rings that like make him look bad and and spun, spun it in like a in a bad like even worse light basically. That's kind of what they. Yeah, they and I wanted to add, I want to add something to the Ric Flair documentary that I also didn't like is that that you watched it no it's a lot of it was like people that were on there like the sam roberts and the peoples like that like they would explain something about like rick's career or something that happened and they would explain it to you like you're like a fucking dumbass does that make sense yeah but that's the point because they're trying to get people to watch it that aren't 
wrestling fans. So I think that's that's the whole idea is that you want somebody to try to explain it in almost lamest terms to somebody who doesn't watch wrestling. So I, I, that that's yeah. kind of something that happens in a lot of those, and I think that's the reason why is that they're they're trying to get that that casual fan to like tune in and learn about it and stuff like that. Or even someone who may have just been like, oh, I remember Ric Flair as a kid, and they haven't watched wrestling in 30 years. Yeah. Because I, I know a guy that he's not a wrestling fan at all, but he loved the Ric Flair 30 for 30 and would watch it multiple times over and over again because he loved the stories and how crazy everything, you know, turned out to be. It's stuff like that, like, you know, the crazy stories well, about know, the drinking and mind, stuff I, like that. I don't mind some things, but, like, when you're explaining stuff like, WCW was one wrestling company and WWF was another wrestling company. And on Monday nights, one went on at nine o'clock and the other went at eight o'clock. And the one stopped, you know what I mean? It was like stuff like that. But there's going to be people that don't know that though, Kev. Like that's the, that's the thing. It was all wrestling. It was all the WWF. Well, fuck those people. I don't care. It annoys me. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know Pam. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, hey, let, let's get into let's get into some kind of current stuff and and go from there. I want to start off with um, the last two weeks of Monday Night Raw have the the f- two weeks ago started with Roman and Paul Heyman on the screen, uh, basically talking about how he's sending the bloodline in for a takeover, and it basically it's, it, throughout the whole night that they were almost almost NWO esque beating people up backstage at random, right? They were just taking their time, like just going through and just mowing through the entire roster one by one. And and it kind of ended with, with them having a match at the end of the night. And then this week's Raw started off the same way, except they didn't have Roman and Paul to set it up. It literally interrupted the intro to the show, and they're beating the shit out of uh, security and, and calling people out and stuff like that. And then it led to, like, a whole host of people that wanted to fight them and Adam Pierce like, apparently trying to take his balls back and be like, oh, the bloodline's gotten away with too much and, you know, we've been too lax and, you know, allowed them too much leeway and it stops now and blah, 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 blah. I just I just hope, I hope there was a payoff with what Adam Pierce said last night about Roman. Like basically saying, and that goes for Roman Reigns too. I hope there's some like confrontation yeah. <laughs> to where like Roman basically makes him piss his pants. Theoretically, yeah, that'd, be, that'd be great. Because it's easy to say that when Roman's not there, but you know, let's see what happens when the tribal chief comes around. So, but yeah, so what, have you guys seen any of this? I know Michael, you're not, you know, with your cable situation, not always watching on a regular basis. But uh, I don't know if you've seen any of the videos. Kevin, have you been watching Raw at all to where you? have a take on this I, all? I, um, I did watch a little last week and I watched most of last night. Um, can we just talk about <laughs> Prison Dom? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I, I, Dom, I, he's might start becoming one of my boys. <laughs> I mean, come on, the teardrop tattoo. Toothpick. I've done hard time. (laughs) Oh, my God. Prison. Him and his mommy. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, I I, I really like the stuff they're doing, like, building to the ultimate match between him and Ray. Yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, it's it's been pretty good. Like, it's it's gotten to the point. It's gone from the point to, like, 
Dom sucks and he's not a good talker and why they make him a heel and why is he not here and this and that to like you're gonna get you talking <laughs> especially last night I think it's just like the start of it yeah 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 it was good and, and even the, the the video that they released where he got arrested and, and he's getting put in the paddy wagon and he's like he's like I, I can't go to jail like I'm, I'm I won't survive in jail I'm too you know and he's like call call priest call Finn and he's like mommy please help me like that shit was really funny oh my god if he starts calling his dad a gringo <laughs> oh my god that was so good last night uh, oh man yeah so <clears throat> that stuff has been a real bright spot. Um, I'm trying to think of some other things over the last couple of weeks. I mean, the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, right, let's go back to the bloodline Alexa. a little bit though. So what, have you kind of got that same NWO type feeling to their, to their attacks? Or do you think that's, do you think that's what they're going for? Or do you think they're just trying to, to show their dominance? I don't, I don't think it's intentional. I think it's just happenstance that I think it's it's just that's the what the story they're telling. It's like, okay, we need you to go beat people up in the back. I don't think it's like we need you to be the NWO. I think it's just kinda that's the angle and it just happens to Yeah. To mirror it. I don't I don't think there will ever be like another NWO feel ever unless it was something like, you know, all of a sudden like Matt Jackson showed up, and then the next week Nick Jackson showed up or something. You know, yeah, and then and then a month later, fucking Omega is the third man. Yeah, Omega's or, or AJ Styles is the third man or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, maybe not those guys because they're not like as far as like as big and intimidating like as Hall and Nash were, but something along those lines. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. I just don't uh, see that feel. Like, I, I think if more than anything, it's I, I, I like kind of what they're doing but like if you're gonna do some kind of hostile like i don't know it, I, I feel like there could be a different way of doing it but i'm not like against it or anything i'm just sad they didn't lawn dart ray mysterio into a trailer <laughs> yeah that's what i think it's missing you know that that i see that video play every now and again and that still makes me laugh every time i watch it the first time I saw it, it made me laugh, and then every single time after, it's like one of those things. It's like, uh, like Ace Ventura in in the first Ace Ventura movie when he starts doing the Mission Impossible sneaking to like out of the bathroom, like when he like pretends to slip on the on the rail. Like that makes me laugh every single time, and it's the same with the 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 Ray Lawn Dart thing. Every single time, that shit makes me laugh. But um, anyway, all right. So so yeah, the bloodline thing. And and when I say NWO esque, I, I I guess I don't necessarily mean like the recreating that storyline. I guess just the 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 backstage beatdowns and stuff like that. Kind of like that 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 brawling, you know, unpredictability. Like you don't know where they're going to show up, who they're going to attack next, and stuff like that. So I guess that's the only thing that 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 kind of drew that comparison for me. Sense. But they're just co- they're just copying from T Bar. <laughs> hey, T Bar has been repackaged as Dijack and is back in NXT, uh, messing Thank with Tony, Tony D'Angelo. So I know you guys aren't NXT people anymore, but man, you gotta don't sleep on NXT. It's it's gotten a lot. I, I, wa- I watched. I, I think what I watched a little today. I watched the opening match between. Um... Uh, Apollo and was it uh, Dawkins? No, it Dawkins. was um, um, uh, 
What the hell is his name? Now you got me I've thrown off by calling him the wrong name. Uh, uh, it's is it? He's a he's a North American champion, right? He's not the North American North champion American. anymore. And but honestly, like Carmelo Hayes and Carmelo Hayes is going Hayes, to be, he's going to be he's going to be a fucking big star. Like I, I have no doubt about that. Like Carmelo yeah. Hayes has they, the, he's the total package. Yeah, they had a, a hell of a match. To, I saw that tonight, and then um, the you watch- there was a big ad- the brawl with the women. Yeah, and that that led into was, the Alba was- Fire and uh, uh, Isla Dawn match that was really good. So there was yeah. Was- um, I, I like Kofi and uh, Xavier being on there, being mm-hmm. the tag champs. Uh, they had a little backstage thing with uh, Joe Gacy and all of them schism, uh, which was funny. That's what you call. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> And then Kofi and uh, Xavier came out, and they got their new side plates or whatever. And Kofi was like wearing the belt to where like the side plate was showing only. And he was just like <laughs> dancing around, like showing off their side plates. Um, ah, so you watch so more. Good. You watch more of NXT tonight than I did because I kind of tapped out after the the whole schism okay. thing because I was uh, I got busy doing yeah. other stuff. But cool. Yeah, that, that that's about the about the most I saw. Yeah, I'm just saying, no sleep on NXT. Like it's gotten a lot better. Grayson Waller is another guy that that's going to be a big star. He's going to be like a top heel. The guy literally can do everything. Uh, but Carmelo, I, I think I, will be I, the next one who comes up. I think I said it before, but I think honestly, what's going to bring NXT back over the top again, and even for somebody like me, is once they start going like big time pay per views again mm-hmm. in front of like ten, fifteen thousand people, like you know. Like, like I said, that's what did it. Well, that's what it did for me because I remember when you told me, like, you know, hey, Kevin, you really should watch NXT. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. He's like, yeah, there's a, they're doing a takeover this week or whatever. And like, I had turned it on the first match I, the first ever NXT real match I ever saw was Sasha versus uh, Bailey. So I was like, okay, I'm hooked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have, they're having, um, their Vengeance Day show is coming up, and that's going to be a, a big arena show. So that's I think that's their mm-hmm. first one that they've done since that WrestleMania yeah. takeover they did a last year. But but yeah, so and, and I saw I told I remember I remember texting you. I was like, Jason, not only was that the best women's match I ever seen, I said that might be one of the best matches I've ever seen. Oh, without so. doubt, yeah. I I and I do I still don't disagree with you to this day. So speaking, I guess uh, we can kind of talk about Sasha now. So it seems as though Sasha's um, contract has quietly expired from WWE. So as of January 1st, she's no longer, and she even tweeted out, thank you, WWE, today. And there's a lot of rumors that she's going to be appearing at that uh, Wrestle Kingdom show. So, you know, what What do we, what are our feelings with Sasha Banks being? Is it rumors? I thought it was confirmed. Oh, it's confirmed. Yeah, she's she's showing up to to have a face to face with what was it, Kyrie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then it, it's also it, it's also Mike and I were talking off air. It's also confirmed that Naomi's going to be there, and Bailey's going to be there for support. Huh. I guess like they're they're going to be like in the crowd. So Naomi's um, going to be in the crowd, some, or Naomi's going to be on the show. I, from what I heard, she's right now. She's not part of the show. She's just there to like support mm-hmm. Sasha. Okay. Like there was like photos of like her today like in Japan, and um, then they there was also like confirmed that like Bailey's coming over too just to like she was allowed to go just to be there. I I guess also supposedly like 
I guess Sasha filed for a trademark, I think. Like her name's gonna be Money Banks or something like that. Like M O N E. She trademarked like a few things, I thought. Yeah. yeah those, but some of them some of them I thought were too. because she's doing some sort of uh product line she was doing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean good for her. I mean and and we'll see kind of what that leads to and what happens. I, I feel like she'd be eventually come back to WWE no matter what she does. I, I don't know if I necessarily would see her in AEW. Um I think Japan is really no. where she wants to be. Her price tag's too much for AEW. She's wanted to be yeah, in I mean, Japan honestly, for we... a long time, so yeah, and honestly, like, they have, like, I know they have sh- shows here and there, but, like, they have, like, two big shows, like, this one, and then there's, like, one in June or something like that. Like, honestly, if she just worked those sh- you know what I mean? Like, now and then, if she wasn't like, going to be, like, a full-time thing, mm-hmm. and I guarantee she'd probably make a shit ton of money <laughs> just doing those two shows. I mean, so. I think she's making, like, I thought I read somewhere it was close to, like, 100K just for this one appearance. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> On top of everything else she does, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she could be like Mandy Rose and just start showing off her butthole and making a million. So just be a fucking millionaire, Jesus! In one month, like, <laughs> to the point where uh, even the website tweeted like, "Thank you, Mandy, or congrats to Mandy Sachs for for making a million dollars in one month to end the year." Somebody <laughs> like I don't, I don't know if it was some other podcast or somebody whatever like retweeted that. And they're like, that's it. We're starting a so and so, such and such OnlyFans page. <laughs> so I mean, I, we joke about it every week on on Toy Fair. So here's here's my thing though, it, and good for her. And if she can make that that kind of money and not have to put her body on the line, if that's what she wants to do, that's fine. But don't forget where you made that fan base. Don't forget where you got your name, and the more time you spend away from that spotlight, the less interesting you become and the less these people are going to quote unquote simp for, for her. I I feel like that. I highly underestimate horny, lonely men on the internet. But at the same time though, if you, if you're seeing the same shit over and over and over again, eventually you're going to get bored of that. And, and, and I once... mean, she seems to be ramping it up more and more every time. Hence why. Yeah, but I, I still think I still think eventually. Do, unless do you have any details on that, Michael? And <laughs> unless I, I'm too poor to afford 40 bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But unless. Yeah, what the fuck's that? Unless she's really going to really ramp it up. I think eventually the, the base that she has will die off. And then she's not going to gain that many more new fans because she's not on TV every week. I think once she's no longer on TV every week, that's, that's going to eventually that's going to start hurting her. And, and I think eventually she's going to be in a position where well, I kind of have I mean, to if go she, back and if do she something. loses 50% of her base, that's still $500,000 a month, Jason. <laughs> no, I, I do. Trust me. I get it. And I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not saying it's going to happen. She lose overnight. 90% of her base and she'd be set for life. I'm not going to say, well, I mean, yeah, even after taxes, yeah, <laughs> she's fine. But I, and I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight or it's going to happen right away. I'm just saying over time. And and that's the thing, Michael. Though if you're used to making a million dollars a month and you're living like you're making a million dollars a month, and I don't know if you've noticed what, like the type. Have you noticed the car? Like she's dating that. Um, he was in NXT for a while. That the Tino Sabatelli guy or whatever. I mean, they're rolling up in new Bentleys and like. I mean, she the 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 stuff that they 
I don't know, all that money she spends on lingerie and clothes for her, for her fan page and stuff like that. I mean, you have to think about that's a drop in the bucket if you do a million dollars in the, a month. And if you are a Bentley, is not, going, a Bentley still is hasn't not a, done. A Bentley is not a drop in a bucket. Plus, plus, plus honestly, like with the money a, she's for a million dollars a month, it's a drop in the bucket. Plus, the money she's already made in WWE, we don't know how she's invested. Yeah, and like not she, to mention, she may have a shit ton in the bank. She she still hasn't done like full frontal anything, so like she still ha- can stretch this out and just show a little and little a little for fucking next two years and keep this up. Possibly, I just think people will grow out, draw bored of it after a while, and then once once she loses that core audience, then where's she getting new fans from? That's 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 my thing. Like I just feel like eventually that that could be a, that could be a I mean, problem. She's still for social her. media, yeah. I'm just saying, eventually, it could be a problem for her. I'm not saying you it's going to be. You sound like a salty just, wrestling fan I, I'm who's just, mad at her I'm, for I'm just, WWE firing her. I'm just, I'm just. I mean, just, let's face, let's face it. With the money she's already earned, I'm sure everything most of she has, house cars are all paid off. Mm-hmm. She's to the point where she's like, okay, I just need to make enough <laughs> to pay my utilities and gas and insurance. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, and, and if she can find a way she... to do that, that's not you know breaking her back, performing in a wrestling ring. More power to her if she wants to do that. Go for it. I just I don't know I just I just see down the road like I feel like eventually that that well will dry up and her name wouldn't be there but I don't know whatever <laughs> who knows I could be wrong I'm just looking at it from a you know devil's advocate perspective I hope it, but yeah she hopes she hopes her well will definitely not dry up <laughs> <laughs> her, her fiance definitely hopes that that well doesn't dry up um, so anyway I. All right, so we talked about Mandy. That's big news. Uh, did you guys? Uh, did you guys get to see any of the Shinsuke and uh, Great Muda match that happened at Noah? I got to watch some of that match. It was really mm-hmm. fucking good. I watched the entrance though. Yeah, the entrance, yeah, the was, entrance cool. was awesome. I mean, that, How about sucking out the green mist out of Muda's mouth and then spinning blowing it back, it back in, in Muda's face. <laughs> did not know about that. that that's all. Cool. That's some only you guys, shit right there. Did you guys hear what Muda said after? No, he said, "Thank you, Daddy. Can I have some more?" No, I, and I'm not gonna like totally repeat what he said. Um, but let's just say he, um, somebody started calling him the Great Bigot instead of the Great Muda, because they said they asked him about that. He said, "I don't know. Maybe he's a uh, use the F word. F word. Yeah. Uh... And um, maybe 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 he's a Q word." So, uh, so, um, so that image of so was that yeah. not planned? I'm very confused. I, I assume a spot like that'd be planned. I, mean, I, I don't know. It, it, well, somebody might be making it up too. I don't know. Maybe they mistranslated it or something. Who the hell knows? But so basically, what um, you're saying then is that the image of them walking arm in arm up the ramp and like you know, basically looking like they it, just it's, it's, probably brawl. Saying, it's probably a great mood. Probably It's probably a great mood of saying, "I got one more thing at Wrestle Kingdom. I'm done, and probably going away. Fuck you guys. I don't care." Yeah, yeah. he's just say. he's just that old man that's gonna say whatever he wants to say at this point. Yeah. So okay, that makes sense. Uh, I'll, I'll 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 buy yeah. it. Um, I because there was a picture of them on the internet, both like with the mist covered to their face. So I was just very confused. All right. I think Muda. I think Muda blew it like the beginning of the match. That's usually like one thing he always does. Yeah, and, both of them did. And I think that. Faces. Yeah. So. so, which actually, somebody real quick, like Jason, you might like this. I guess there was a uh, a match back in '96. Remember Quang? Who yeah. Used to, he wrestled on WWF, and he, he blew green mist. Okay. There was a match. Somebody tweeted it, 
that he blew green mist in the Undertaker's face, and the Undertaker, like, did not sell it. He went like this to his face, and then all of a sudden he blew green mist back at Quang. Have you ever seen that? No, I have not seen that. I'll, 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 I'll find it and like send it to you. Whatever. I thought it was like the most like. It, like, it was it was awesome to see. You remember that one? Uh, our our one fan that reached out to us wanted us to watch a Quang match on Wrestling Challenge. That so we still need to do that. Oh my god! Why? I must why? not have been here for that. Oh my god! It was the weirdest like request ever. Yeah, it was a, it was a request hey, to watch a Wrestling Quang Challenge match from like from... nineteen. It was Quang versus um, uh, Hakushi from. Uh, from from a challenge a wrestling challenge so yeah we'll have to we'll have to go back and do that at some point um crap i kind of was trying to do something and lost my train of thought because now i'm uh because you were so excited about Sinsuke sucking some mist out of someone's mouth yeah yeah that was that must have been it uh <laughs> so wrestle kingdom so wrestle kingdom is starting in like uh what a couple hours here oh does it yeah it's only like 12 hours long yeah it's starting at uh 120 our time because oh, cool. right now it's ethically nighttime on the fourth in japan nice um so yeah 12 matches on the card i mean to me honestly like um the only ones i'd want to see were obviously omega osprey and then like uh okada and jay white uh outside of that you don't want I to did. see uh, Carl, Carl Anderson. Yeah, Carl Anderson and Tonga would be good. Yeah, it's kind of weird. With, um, it was kind of weird with um, with Carl Anderson and uh, AJ got hurt. Did you guys see that AJ got hurt at a house show or a live mm-hmm. event? So with with AJ yeah. hurt and Carl Anderson in um, in uh, uh, Japan, that Luke means Gallows, Gallows was on Raw <laughs> alone, like basically just kind of thrown himself in wherever <laughs> he was just kind of like <laughs> he was just kind of like the What's lonely duck he just <laughs> didn't really have a home he involved himself in the bloodline melee and then that was that was really about it because they didn't they didn't use him after that but yeah it was kind of funny i was um, gonna see him go to japan with uh anderson yeah i was yeah, kind of surprised no. too to be honest with you but maybe they didn't i've been, I've been seeing all all day they've been tweeting like they had like their press conferences and stuff like they do um, I got the one with Osprey and Omega was awesome. Yeah, like Don Callis. Yeah, Don Callis. What he said was just amazing. So, um, yeah, I'm 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 really interested. I'm I'm wondering if Omega takes the title. Speaking because uh, I, I don't know, man. Like his. I... Well, because from what I heard, from what I heard is they signed a deal to do like a rematch, like in AEW. So I'm wondering if Omega takes the title and then maybe Osprey takes it back in AEW. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I could. But when do you do that? Because he, they've got the trios thing here in like two weeks. Well, they got the trios the thing finale. like literally every week. And speaking of which, that's well, shit... no, they just finished the sixth match. The seventh match is here and next Wednesday. Yeah. yeah, I that. Oh my gosh, man! Like I'm so ready for that shit to be over. Like I'm, I, I don't this, know. Like the, the sixth match, the sixth match was probably the best of them so far. Ah oh, man, um, I don't know. Like I, I feel like I they've all so, been. It should get better as you go, not worse. I feel like they've all been the same match though. Like it seriously is just 
you know, th- that running spot where they all like jump on top of each other outside the ring and all that. Like they do that in every match. Like it's just, it's literally just been the same shit. And the fact that they're playing up the whole like coming down from the 3 1 deficit, that is so you know, TNT or TBS being like the home TNT being the home of the NBA. Oh like my I God. Feel like they're just oh sucking God, off like the Cavs championship run. Basically. Oh my God. I just realized the elites going to come out in Cavs uniforms. Right? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, dude. My God, that would be amazing. <laughs> I mean, it'd be cool as, you know, Cavs fans and stuff LeBron, like that. LeBron, Kyrie and LeBron, Kyrie and Kevin Love. Yeah. Jerseys. Yeah. Make it happen. <laughs> but that was in 2016. <laughs> like it was a long <laughs> time ago. I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just weird. It, it's, it's been. I'm glad that it's finally going to be over. I, I'm curious. I, I'm sure the elite's going to we'll win, see. right? I mean, how do they not at this point? But they'll They'll have to have a rematch for. I don't know. Death Triangle. And speaking of the elite, um, we're going to get a uh, we're going to have to go to our, our live correspondent on CM Punk to give us an update on everything that's going on with CM Punk. Michael, uh, you, you are our CM Punk Mark extraordinaire. Can you, can you please give us a CM Punk update for this episode of the podcast? Yes. So if, if you haven't heard, uh, Dax has a podcast now and in this podcast, he talked about the fact that he feels that the elite and punk and everyone should just make up because there's a lot of money to be made. And this made its way to Instagram to which CM Punk actually commented on the post saying, duh. Uh, so either it's a giant troll where he just is trying to make them look like the assholes or it's what I've been saying for months and it's a fucking work because he's still an active member of the roster. So like, they got to be trying to work something out. Otherwise, why is Tony Khan still paying him? So supposedly Dax has gotten in some heat with members of the AW locker room for his comments. Oh, that doesn't, that doesn't surprise me at all. So there are still people within AEW that never want to see CM Punk again. And Chris Jericho is on the top of that list. Well, Chris Jericho is on the tail end of his career anyway. And let's face it. Most of the other guys who probably don't want to see a CM Punk are so a bunch of CM low Punk, to mid card, uh, low to mid card, uh, uh, AEW dark roster people. Um, except for hangman page, but then also don't, don't say that CM Punk's on the tail end of his Jericho's fucking 20 years older than him. Yeah, but I still don't see like Punk still has more years behind him than he has ahead of him if he ever even wrestles again. Yeah, but that's not the same as Jericho being a G fucking geriatric trying to fucking <laughs> hang with the young crowd. Isn't Jericho like eight years older than him? Yeah, he's not that much he's older. Like he's not. He's, not. He like a, he's 50, 51. Punk's in his I 40s. I thought he was Jason's age. No. Yeah, Punk's in his I'm younger than that. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more closer to Punk's age than you were, I thought you, age. I thought you got to, to go for Medicaid last month. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not fucking that old. <sighs> God damn. All right. So is there anything else on the uh, the CM Punk front for this week or just the Dax uh, the Dax podcast? That's the that's the only thing new I've heard. I mean, Dax has come out in interviews and like praised Punk and stuff. But let's face it, the the uh, the revival is, is on their way out anyway. So he's just going to fucking burn whatever bridge he can on the like with that company because he's like, fuck them. 
Can you they, imagine? They've done, they've done the revival so bad over the past year. Can you imagine if Punk came back to WWE with the revival? Oh my god, that'd be amazing. There, you get there, Punk in the revival versus uh, Bloodline. Your takeover. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be your hostile takeover. That that's your NWO level storyline right there. You get yep. Punk as the third man. Punk shows up. He's like, you know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> and he wear, and you and you know Punk. He'll wear the jean vest and jeans and combat boots. <laughs> but Punk would be the Hogan in this situation. So is he coming out in spandex to drop a leg? Uh, oh my god I, I just can't wait for the pop I mean he does have you, the long tights now he does I, have the long tights I just can't wait for the pop when you hear say yeah yeah <laughs> their, their, their theme music in WWE was so much better than anything they've had in AEW um, I really like the, the current one no yeah oh, I mean yeah, the, it, the old school it's, it's kind it's of like Jim the, Crockett type it's like one the Midnight, the, yeah. the Midnight Express yeah no, nah, you're right. It is it is fun, but I still I still like their WWE theme the best. Uh, let's see what else we got. AWI. Oh, also real quick, uh, Dax did confirm because apparently there was like an altercation between him and Bobby Fish at one point, and he was like, "Yeah, there was a whole thing where like I thought he was trying to to do something, so I punched Kyle, and we had a huge brawl in the back, but later on we like made up." So how many? So, like, how many like fucking fights are happening backstage in AEW? I mean, <laughs> apparently a lot. Like Tony Khan has zero fucking control over this roster. I mean, we just got people throwing punches at each other backstage left and right now. Um, yeah, you got the fucking revival and Red Dragon. You've got well, Kingston and Guevara. We've got Punk and the Elite. We've got so at, so to add to that, have you guys heard all this stuff going on with Jeff Jarrett and the Acclaim? Mm-mm. Oh wait, so th- this is real okay. because their their fucking rap video. I I tagged you guys on it on uh, TikTok. I don't know if you yes. watched it or not. Oh, I their, didn't see it. Their rap when he video said the line about crazy. Yeah, yeah. When, so I just listened to my. Was this one. about his wife? Yes, and Kurt Angle, okay. and which caused like Karen Jarrett to come out saying that Kurt Angle basically slept with Kelly Kelly and Don Marie and like a bunch of other people or something like that while they were married. <laughs> And Kelly Kelly um, said that that was 100% false. She's like, the only connection I have to Kurt is we were co-workers. Yeah. Um, so he came out and, like, so listen to my my world today for, like, the first, like, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes. Is that Wardlow's uh, new podcast? No, it's no, Jeff Jarrett's podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's his um, podcast. Because well, War- Ward World, <coughs> Wardlow's world. So I thought it was my world was his podcast. No. Um, so he basically, like, the way he talks, like, he said, like, that they claim went into business for themselves. And because they have, they have done that before. Yeah. I know. To. It's pro wrestling. It's all work, brother. I know. But, like, the way, like... That's the whole crux of how AEW is built, though, is that they go into business for themselves. There's no structure there. They don't have anybody saying, this is what I want you to do, this is what I... Yeah, there's no repercussions for it at all. But, sorry, go ahead. Basically, Jeff Jeff, Jeff Jarrett said that their match is happening tomorrow night. He said he's got a a couple receipts coming. He says, I'm not going to do any backstage fighting like a bunch of other fucking people, basically... He's like, I'm a professional. I'm going to work the match and everything. But he does have some receipts coming. Um, See, so, 
listen to the podcast, Jason, yeah. and tell me what you think. Like, but I mean, he knows, but I'm not gonna listen to it. But, but they, <laughs> well, I know, yeah, I'll, no, I'll probably listen to it. But, but I, he's used that though. Like, they use that whole thing to create controversy between him and Conrad during the whole Ric Flair thing, though, too. So I, See, like, I, I this take one, the, like Conrad's like on Jeff Jarrett's side. Well, yeah, so it's, but it's I mean, weird, they, like. I don't know. I, I, I don't think know. Jeff, I, I still, Jeff I, it's, it's it's Jeff Jarrett. He's a fucking carny fuck. He I really is. He really is. And they called him that in the music video too. So really, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling oh, you, yeah. you need. To, I tagged you in it. Just go. I shared it with you. I on I I'd heard it. about them talking shit about his wife, but I had never. I didn't actually get a chance to watch it. Oh yeah, dude. They they. I mean, Max pulled no punches at all in this in this video like even with jay lethal like talking about how i've never had to imitate somebody to get over you're more famous for being other people than you are yourself and like stuff like that like i mean he went he went on both of them but jeff jarrett he kind of he had a couple extra digs on there but he did call him carney at one point in the song too but i i don't know man like i can see jeff jarrett just using his podcast as a vehicle to help perpetuate the storyline i i don't yeah, necessarily 100%. believe that he's really that pissed off about it like i feel like he's you know i guess we'll see when we watch the match like if he comes a lot stiffer than what he normally does because you could probably tell yeah. you know, jeff jarrett is a good worker you could probably tell if he's uh, and, and i will say <laughs> i will say he man he did a hell of a job like though on the podcast like if he if it is a work i mean like, also also, the tweet, the initial tweet, because I didn't see the tweet about uh, Kelly Kelly and all that, but his wife, the um, like Russell talked talked about it. Um, the first tweet she did was like, "Oh, you really messed up now. Now it's it's you know you're gonna get what's coming to you." Like it was just very worky. It was didn't seem like something that someone would naturally tweet. Yeah. Um, I mean, she definitely took it so. far by calling out women by name and saying oh this person this person and this person are the reason why i left kurt like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. and i don't know and all that happened you know she's naming people in wwe but their marriage dissolved when he was in tna and she ended up being with jeff because she was a part of tna yeah. with kurt for a while so i don't know i think it was just kind of weird how unless the timeline's off maybe she was already with jeff before you know, all that, and they just turned it into a storyline because, you know, people didn't know the real story, which is definitely a possibility, mm-hmm. but who knows? Yeah. I don't know. It's Jeff Jarrett. He's a, he's, he's a carny at heart, so I have no doubt that he <laughs> would use his podcast yes, to tell that story. Even if you look at it from a business standpoint, why wouldn't he do something on his podcast? And guess what? Guarantee his fucking listens went up. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and that might even draw some some ratings for the match too, because now you got this blood feud that people are going to want to tune in and see. That you know they're using a vehicle to promote that. Like first the the rap, like that that was a vehicle to promote it, and then you know Jeff, he's not going to write a, a a battle country song, so he's going to do what he can do. Oh just... my god! If only though. <laughs> oh my god! Well, he doesn't have road dogs. Like to back sing in the day him, with so. fucking with, with fucking uh, Kurt Henning and the. So somebody had brought up on Road Dog. They did a Ask Road Dog anything <laughs> on his show, and they're like, uh, "How do you feel about the potential of uh, Jeff Jarrett facing off against Billy Gunn in AEW? Who would you root for?" 
because <laughs> those are his two uh his two rider dies basically um but uh yeah uh anything else in AEW? i know you know the whole mjf thing you know ricky starks really showed up and and handled himself with the promos and then it's looking like who's mjf's opponent gonna be why am i blanking all of a sudden ryan brian danielson oh yeah brian danielson holy shit wow yeah so that you know they're kind of going that route i you know and that's the doubt that's the the shame is that there's really no win there because you know if he if danielson loses that's another feud that he loses for the championship and doesn't win and just mm-hmm. puts puts over another guy to help build them but if if mjf wins like people really want to see danielson as champion so it's gonna it's gonna be a no-win mm-hmm. situation i think either way yeah it, it does suck because it's, you, you don't want to take it off mjf already right with all this build up i think the biggest thing that hurt it is just the fact that you know regal won it out and i feel like he was a big part of the, well the first thing i heard it was the punk fiasco and then right. when they pivoted to the firm and then that was didn't go the way they wanted it so they went to the, the regal angle and then regal didn't want to be around so like this entire like run for mjf has just been riddled with with just like shit getting in its way it's it's literally like how he described every big moment he's had in AEW has been overshadowed by something else. Right. Now yeah. his title run is being overshadowed by all this other bullshit that's like like fucking up his his, you know, potential rivalries. Yeah. I mean, his, well, he's got a year left on his contract, right? The great yep. great war of yeah. bidding war of 2024. So, we'll see how long that he's going to carry that for. Um trying to think something else. Oh, in the the whole thing with the firm, they kind of shifted gears towards towards uh jungle boy i guess with luchasaurus being hurt they needed another monster for him to get beat up by so they kind of pivoted to uh to big bill that's what they're calling big ass now. yeah <laughs> uh big, big bill real creative uh, big, um big, big bad bill but then uh to to kind of the shock of a lot of people hook came to the aid of jungle boy against the firm so they're kind of establishing Hook more on Dynamite now. They're kind of moving him off a of rampage onto Dynamite, and his first big storyline is is teaming up with uh, with Jack Perry. So kind of the the little guys teaming up together to go up against some some big guys. Uh, what do you think of the pairing of Hook and? Um, it, it seems like it might last a little longer than his his association with Danhausen, but uh, Hook and Jungle Boy. You don't have a good um, a good moniker to call them like Hookhausen or anything like that. Um, hook boy hook boy yeah <laughs> Jung- jungle hook <laughs> jungle hook dude um i don't know i think it's very odd where let's put the two hobbits up against the fucking tree man like it doesn't doesn't quite make sense to me but good for them dude if hook heard you call him a hobbit he would he would just fucking snitch you up in that red room so fast and have you tapping it doesn't make the fact that he's still a hobbit i mean <laughs> uh, you can't deny what genetics did to you bro You're... yeah so like i guess my i just want to see him try to do that shit to a man who's like three times his size because he's been doing it to like normal size dudes or dudes his own size for months and looked like this badass and i'm like 
well, this is your 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 moment. <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I, I mean, he's he's had a couple things where he's he's, you know, they've had a couple of scrums, but they haven't had a match yet. So it'll be curious to see in a in a match how he fares against somebody that size. If they can still make it look believable. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, all right, let's see. And then the, yeah, I have yeah. a feeling that big ass is just gonna fucking lift him up and like place him in the corner. So I, bad. I don't want to take up too much more time because we got about an hour left or an hour left. We've been going for almost an hour, but before we, before we wrap up, <laughs> sorry, before we wrap up, we got to talk about Bray Wyatt and, and the whole thing that's been going on with, with Bray. Like dude, this, the, the nuances of this story have just been getting so crazy it's just like, especially if you if you tie in what's been going on with Alexa Bliss over on Raw, and how that has zero tie in to the things that are going on in SmackDown, other than the the symbol flashing and, and all that stuff, and and the Uncle Howdy mask guy. Yeah. So the, so so two weeks ago, you have that security got confused about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So two weeks ago, you you have an emerging emergence of. A character that or maybe it was three weeks ago, but it was a it was you know who we all thought was Uncle Howdy, right? So he had the top hat, he had yeah, the, the jolly the, fucker, he had the, the 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 chubby cheek mask with the weird mustache, the eye droopy, and stuff like that. And you know he just kind of stood at the entrance and kind of laughed as Bray was getting kicked, a mud hole stomped in him by L.A. Knight, right? So then L.A. Knight was confused, he backed off. So then this week. You know, Bray, you know, he attacked a camera guy, gave him a mandible claw. But then this week, um, another guy comes out wearing, to me, it looked like a different mask. And I mean, it is a, technically a different mask, but it's the original Uncle Howdy mask. But, the, but yeah, so then they're referring to this guy as Uncle Howdy. And now they have, now he stands, and he's a noticeably smaller guy. Like, this guy is not as big as the guy that came out a couple weeks ago. He's not as jolly. And he stands next to Bray and then gives him the sister Abigail. And then uh, to L.A. Do L.A. Knight doing this whole thing. I don't know who it was, but somebody said that this was going to hurt L.A. This whole storyline is going to hurt L.A. Knight. I don't think so at all. Like L.A. Knight has held his own both on the microphone and in just general how he's reacted to things has been perfect and spot on and sold it even more. So I, I have no issue with L.A. Knight. I think he's doing a phenomenal job in this role. Same. Um, but, man, it's confusing. Kevin, do you think that the two characters – do you think that that's the same character? I know Michael's opinion. He thinks it's the same character. Do you think that's the same character? Oh, or do you think these are two different characters? Um, I'm just trying to save time. I, I'll let you I, have your piece, but <laughs> I, – I, No, I, I think it's the same character. This like roll, roll, roll two people. But it's a different I just, mask. I think it's, uh, it doesn't matter, Jason. It does matter. Evolve. It's a different mask. But the, the thing is, they, they've they showed both masks throughout the whole thing because the mask that, that this this character was wearing... Have we on, seen Chubby Howdy since? But he, he Chubby Howdy has only been on the, the vignettes and he's been backstage. That's the only time he was ever out on camera. But they've showed that mask multiple times, but they've also still showed the mask that the other character, the other Howdy, was wearing on this week's SmackDown. Bray had that mask on when he came back initially. 
So it's it's a different mask. So it makes me think that they're I'm two fucking different, different characters. Not that hard to tell. So if it's a different uh, mask, it's it, different characters. I think, I think the Wyatt Six rumored faction, I think it's a we are howdy situation. I think there's going to be multiple people playing the different faces of Uncle Howdy. But they're all going to be Uncle Howdy. Okay, so... And their was... theme music has to start with, we are howdy. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> God. So, so then, who was the who was the guy standing next to Bray? Then was that Bo Dallas or was that Vincent? Yeah, that was that was one hundred percent Bo Dallas. This this past Friday, that was Bo Dallas. Yeah, I think so. There's no denying it. Okay, like okay. the side by side photos of of that goatee, and like it's it's got to be Bo. If it's not Bo, I'd be stunned. What do you think, Kev? Yeah, I think it's Bo. Okay. Do you think Vincent is a part of the Bray Wyatt thing at all, or do you think he's going to show up on, like, NXT? Because this is a guy that WWE has signed, and he's a guy that supposedly is is coming soon, but they haven't advertised him, haven't shown him at all, but he fits, like, especially, like, in his other things that he did, he kind of fits into that Bray Wyatt-type mold. And didn't he also post a picture of himself holding a jacket like that, like literally right after the the chubby howdy? I believe. So. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. But he's also not that size though either. <clears throat> no, I, I don't know. And then the whole thing with Alexa Bliss, like she's in a championship match, and then she sees the symbol, and it, like stops her in her tracks, and she attacks a referee. Then she beats beats the shit out of Bianca and makes Bianca's face go all bloody. Like that was. Just, fucking crazy and then she broke a vase on her head the week before so how's that tie into it like what like i i just want to know when we're gonna get the answers to all these questions i guess for me that's the it's taken too long in my opinion like probably when we least suspect it (laughs) i i like i'm all for the long like long storytelling but there's difference between long and drawn out long is you're continuing a story and like paying it off later on without having to constantly be talking about it this is just like should have got off the pot because we've been playing and dancing around this this thing for almost two months now before it even came back it's been longer yeah than yeah that. i'm not even counting the build-up of the the qr codes and all the bullshit people running around the background and the qr codes haven't even really stopped like they, they still sneak them in now and again like it's it's been I don't know. To me, it's it's intriguing. Tell I've been enjoying it, but I've also been watching it week to week to week and and getting these little things. So I've been I've been totally fine with it. I my problem is just with it is they're not explaining enough because you don't have to necessarily reveal it, but there's no like explanation of what Howdy is to Bray aside from just this evil entity that is supposed to be one of his personalities but then apparently it's a separate entity and well Bray like... Bray seems uncomfortable by him and almost like he wants to ignore him because any anytime that anytime so Uncle that, Howdy was Uncle Diddley anytime that the LA Knight kind of makes reference and he's like shut up don't listen to him just ignore him whatever like he he tries to like play it off as almost like he he's not there doesn't exist or something like that so I mean it, it's like one of those things where I think he's trying to like <clears throat> he's trying to put distance between himself and that character where that character is trying to draw him in closer. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it, like at this point, 
Bray Wyatt the character is the problem. Like I'm I'm uninterested in Bray and more interested in what the fuck is going on with Howdy. And that wasn't the case with the Fiend. Like the Fiend and Neighbor Bray both were felt like different characters that I was equally invested in. And at this point, I'm sick of seeing Bray Wyatt. I'm just like, I don't give a shit about Bray. I want to know what Uncle Howdy did to him in the shack behind the fucking house when he was a kid or something. Like, give me something. Kev, you got an opinion here? I mean, I I just think it's going to be like at least when we least suspect it. I just, I don't know. I think just it's been the build and the build or whatever. And I just. I feel like it's got to be know. Rumble, right? Like, they're, this is leading to a match with, mm. between him and. Uh, they're having a match called a uh, pit, LA Knight. A pitch black match. <coughs> so it's a gimmick match. So I don't well, know exactly what Have that they explained means. It? No, no, not really. They just said it's going to be a pitch, pitch black match. And it's sponsored by Mountain Dew Pitch Black. So it's like a sponsored match. Oh my god! <laughs> god, he's all over again. So I, I swear, I, God, if LA Knight doesn't come out like Stone Cold with a couple fucking Mountain Dews. Oh, I know that's exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that'd be great. All right, all right. Well, we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and close it out with that then. Um, Michael, you got anything you want to talk about before I wrap up the show? Of course, go over to youtube.com forward slash modern toy fair, where me, Jamar and Nate every Friday talk about different topics regarding the toy and action figure world. Uh, we do, I do, well, question. I do weekly reviews on Mondays and uh, let's post videos on Tuesdays. And then we have our weekly live stream where we go over our purchases on Wednesdays. And you can check us out Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at modern toy fair. You can also go to to tpublic.com or uh, not forward slash anything uh, and search Modern Toy Fair or Gimmick Minute to find shirts with our logos on them and other shit that I've made. All right. Fantastic. Thank you very much for all that, sir. I really appreciate it. Um, and I appreciate you being a part of our show each and every week until the Royal Rumble when the Cardonas come back and you're going to officially uh, yeah, leave the that, podcast. Um, <laughs> yep. That'll be my, my fuck you fire me moment. <laughs> Did you see the tweet that I sent you? Uh, apparently not. Or it, it would have he, responded he tw- to it. He tweeted out and said, what's the worst action figure of all time? And I was like, oh, I oh, feel yeah. like this is setting like, you up. Yeah. <laughs> this is setting you up, Michael. I'm waiting oh for a... Uh, I'm, I'm waiting for... I'm waiting for uh, but then I wasn't sure because when I tried to the, tag you in it, it didn't pull you up at first. So I thought maybe he blocked you. But I don't know. I, I mean, I haven't interacted with him, but it's possible because uh, years ago, a couple of years ago during the pandemic like times, I was a part of their Patreon Facebook group and I called him out for the fact that he was having his mob go and like cyber bully people that he didn't like. And he didn't like that very much and accused me of clout chasing and all this. And I'm like, OK. Oh, my gosh. All right. Cool. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So that, that kind of wraps up the show. You know, you can um, you know you can always listen to the show on um, Spotify, Castbox, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. But if you want to watch us live, you can try us at twitch.tv slash gimmick minute. So you can join in on the live broadcast and comment during the show and let us know what you think about the topics that we're bringing up. Uh, in addition to that, you can find out all the information about our show at our Twitter at live your gimmick. That is the at symbol followed by L I V Y O U R G I M M I C K. 
M O U S E. There it is. It's late. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't get it. Do we? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't do it at the beginning. Yeah, we didn't. We did not. So uh, you can also find us on TikTok by searching Gimmick Minute. Um, YouTube, um, again, search Gimmick Minute. You'll be able to find episodes that get posted. And um, also, like anytime you know we go to shows, sometimes I'll post videos from the crowd and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, so. Um, Join our stuff and follow us and subscribe and share with your friends. We are really popular in Canada right now, apparently. We were ranked in the, the top 100 oh, on the Canadian Canada. charts. So, uh, USA, what's going on, man? Like, you're going to let Canada out, outdo you? Like, we need to get back charting in the <laughs> wow. USA. So, you know, share share with your friends. And Canada, keep keep it up. We're apparently heart popular in Canada. So, let's, let's keep that shit up. But... Uh, <laughs> But no, thank you guys all for listening. Really appreciate it. Uh, again, you know, make sure you interact with us, tweet at us, leave us a comment on Apple, you know, however you want to do it. But we want to hear any fan interaction we can get or join us next week on Tuesday night, usually about 10 p.m. Eastern, when we go live on twitch.tv slash gimmick minute. For Michael and Kevin, my name is Jason, reminding all of you beautiful, beautiful fans out there to be a fan and always, always, always live your gimmick. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>